Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 42, we've got another different one for you today. Making his return from the Catan cast in which Dio-chan won. <laughs> Making his return <laughs> is the guitarist from Brown Sugar and the Blind Albinos, Andrew Clay. What's up? How are you? What's going on, bro? Thanks for coming back. No um, problem. So, I just said this before, but you're turning into the wild card. Because every time you show up, we end up doing an episode that's just vastly different from every other episode. That's right, yeah. So, as the... Here, you know, this, let's get this a little closer oh, okay. to you. My so, bad. as the returning musician, explain to our listeners what they can expect from today's episode. So, today's episode, you can definitely expect a lot of music. We were jamming before, that's why I have my guitar here. And, uh... We also uh, just finished up recording an album over the summer a couple uh, weeks ago, and uh, so I have a couple songs to show you guys. And when's this album, approximately, when can we expect this album to drop? So uh, our guy said that he was working on the stereo mixes, and uh, he got a little, sorry. Keep going, you're good. He got, he got a sure. little bit behind, uh, not a problem at all, but uh, he said that he'll get the stereo mixes done soon. Hell yeah. Yeah, so we were expecting them for this episode, I'm sorry, but we do have the uh, mono mixes for you. Gotcha. Okay, so for those who may not know, explain the difference between a mono mix and a stereo mix. So I I understand it best that when you have in headphones, the stereo mix kind of sounds a little bit better from my experience. Mm -hmm. I honestly have not much experience mixing. That is why I mostly play and record it. Mm -hmm. I don't mix it. Uh, so I'm not the best person to explain that difference, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely noticed that the mono kind of doesn't really sound the best through the headphone. So I feel in the car is pretty good, but also through the phone is really good. Gotcha. Okay. So when, when musicians talk about doing the car test, we're talking about testing the mono. Uh, or is I I think more in a way it's to test the panning, so I think it would be better to test That's it for point, stereo. Though. That's a good point. I never really quite understood this car test. I just knew the car test had to happen. And yeah. If it didn't sound good in the car test, there needed there was some work that needed to be you done. Can, you can, like, under not understand, but you can better hear how the panning of the different parts when yep. you have in, like, headphones or when you're in a car. Because yeah, I definitely understand you with have headphones. It, like, kind of a, not a stereo kind of. But it would be hard because you'd have to sit in the middle of the car to get... Exactly. Like the driver's so going to get the left speaker yeah. and the... That's yeah. why headphones would be better because it's going straight into your ears, obviously. How very interesting. Yeah. And but that's any, why through a phone, you know, it's just not panned out. It's just going straight through one speaker. So that's why mono sometimes would sound better. At least my understanding of it. Well, I hope you've all learned something. This is going to be a very different episode. You probably didn't. I'm probably <laughs> wrong. I'm probably wrong to the max. Well, you, as you've mentioned, you and I have more wrong. 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 <laughs> you and I have more been on the side of recording it, not necessarily mixing. Exactly. And exactly. I, I'm playing with it. I've gotten much better at it. I'm much better at mixing than I'm mastering. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with mastering personally. I just write, and I'm not even good at that. So. <laughs> oh, can it? So, as he stated, you guys can expect a pretty quality jam session in this one. So you'll get a nice little groove. Um, we're going to talk about all things music. We're going to drop a couple of these mono mixes so you can give them a listen. And yeah, just to enjoy the episode, it's another different one for you. Thank you for stopping by again, and let's get this bitch rolling. Try to pick that up again? <clears throat> uh, yeah, what? same thing, if you want.
Right. You want to drop something now? Uh, sure, sure. So, uh, I'll do, uh... Jane? That was cool. Yeah, nice. Alright. That's all right. pretty sweet. We That's can... Alright, yeah. Just sounds like good. that was us chilling. That was us jamming. Alright, sounds good to me. I'll Sick. do, uh... Do anything. I'm not trying to keep up.
Like, that's a good. I didn't have an ending. For that's it. cool. No, we cruised on that for a while. Damn, that was three minutes. Uh, yeah, that was that was a long one. All right, I was like, I, I gotta come up with something else right now. Like, <laughs> no, we were like, chilling. Oh. We were chilling on that. All right, let's uh, let's I'll give the bongos a little more love, and then we'll we'll start talking. I should have been recording the video. I never started it, but fuck it. How are our levels looking? All right, cool, easy. But this is you. Let's turn uh, you yeah. up. Jeez, gotta turn me down. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that nice jam session between Andrew Clay and I. But without further ado, it is my honor and privilege to showcase to you one of their upcoming songs off their EP. This is a rough mono mix of Water to Wine. 
At the end of the song, the uh, podcast will proceed, and stay tuned to the end of the podcast to hear another song of theirs, Arabian Nights. As always, thank you for tuning in, and enjoy the songs and the episode. Water the wine. Water the wine. I said I'm shining just like a diamond. I'm so blind and I'm fast. You'll be late for the date with perfect timing. I'm making no sense because I'm bent and I'm just rhyming. I'm high as a cloud above the ground. I'm ever climbing. I'm Jesus. Would you believe it? Yes, I doubt it until I make wine flow out of a water fountain. See, it's believing it, and there ain't no way around it. Or maybe it's just that I'm high as a fucking our powers combine, we turn water to wine We become divine and turn water to wine Destinies intertwined, we become divine When our powers combine Water to wine Water to wine I said I'm wildin' up on the island Combining powers, hybrid flowers Rolling kush up with the sour Sitting high, standing tall, I'm like a tower A superhero, honey badger coming for cowards Our powers combine, we turn water to wine Saving everybody, that's a waste of my time If I catch a villain slipping, I just creep from behind I pop an arrow in his neck and one more in his spine When our powers combine, we turn water to wine We become divine and turn water to wine When our powers combine, we become divine And turn water into wine Water to wine One more time I said I'm here just to bring the magic I'm like Aladdin, I make it happen Bring life back to a casket I got that potion Setting flames upon the ocean It gets hot Shit be blazing No shit be roasting Step back Dive down Don't get toasted Did you notice I was blowed on short notice Y'all cannot stop me I'm the man I'm Big Poppy I don't wanna knock your ass out Like Robbie Water the wine Water the wine When our powers combine We come divine And turn water Into wine And we are back. Alrighty. So how you feeling coming fresh off that jam session? Uh, it was a pretty good jam sesh. Uh, fingers uh, feel pretty good. I uh, kind of had to warm up a bit. Yeah, yeah. We, I was pretty, we jumped into that pretty dry. Yeah, or, yeah. It was just like, oh, I'll go grab all my guitars and uh, we'll check them out. And, like, and of it course, just turned into this. Yeah, I brought up every single guitar I had. I uh, decided to bring back my acoustic, which is this Martin right yes, here. Yes, you said you had a story about this guitar. Yes, so uh, before I go on about the story, I'll quickly in introduce the other guitars that I won't grab. I brought the Fender and also the Gresh, which Ooh. probably not many people have seen. 
it's a secretive guitar. So both the Gresh and this guitar were given to me by an uncle. This one was given to my uh, from my uncle out in Colorado. The other one was the uncle that lives on Long Island cool. uh, out in Miller Place, Rocky Point. Very nice. Um, so anyway, yeah, so this guitar it was actually pretty funny because my uncle out in Colorado, he, he has a bunch. He has a bunch of guitars, and he doesn't play all of them so much. So when I went out to visit him, I was playing this one, and... He was like, oh, well, uh, anyway, so the next day I'm playing it again and he comes up and he's like, I bought you a seat on the plane. And I'm like, I already have a seat on the plane to go back home. He's like, not for you, for the guitar. He bought a seat on the plane for the guitar. Yeah. Well, some, if it's an expensive guitar, you have to. Yeah, well, exactly. That's and the truth. The, I was like, wow, you're just giving me this guitar. He's like, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a graduation gift. And I was like, I, I didn't graduate yet. He's like, well, then you better. Then you better. <laughs> or, or else, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so that's basically the story of how I got the guitar. And it was just funny to be on a plane that people were, like, handling the guitar and just giving it different straps to, like, just be secure. I, and mm. I was just sitting there like, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, people were giving me looks like, is this guy, like, the next Elvis or something? Like, what the hell? And I was like, no, no. But, oh, uh, damn. Yeah. So uh, that's that was the quick story about it, and uh, I love it. I love it's a guitar. really nice guitar, it man. Is. I love the way it sounds. Martin's age like fine wine. Yes. Um, how old is it? Like when? Uh, I believe it's from two thousand five. So it's nice. not that old. It's a uh, the the orchestra model. No, I believe pronounced Aura. I, nice. I'm terrible at pronouncing the name of the guitar, but gotcha. Yeah, but it's a uh, orchestra model, so. Uh, it's, I love the way it sounds. It plays really smooth, and I'm more of a lead kind of player. So gotcha. I kind of feel that this guitar is really uh, complementary to the way I play, especially with the cutaway right here. So, mm. um, and I, I feel like the neck too is not so thick, yeah, so it's not point. hard to get around. And if you notice while I was playing, yeah, like, that cutaway really would come in handy playing playing in the higher frets. Exactly. Oh, like, I can shit. reach like all the way up there. So. Exactly. How very interesting. Exactly. I also one little feature I love is the little, like pearl. I love that too. Outline. That's, That's really so nice. interesting. You know, I didn't need to be sold on a Martin. I already knew my next guitar was going to be a Martin. But that's something else. Because there were many times in our jam. Ooh, baby. There were many times in our jam I wanted to go higher on the fretboard, but my tailor doesn't have this little dip right here. Yeah, this is a. Uh... That's a big difference maker. I'm sure there's probably models of a tailor the two, but yeah, of course, I'm sure. But this is my, something My friend else. Greg has a beautiful uh, Taylor guitar. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, ta Taylors are really good. I, I love this Martin. Um, it's a nice looking guitar. If I, if I was to get another acoustic, I don't really know what I would get. Maybe I would get a Taylor. But Okay. Taylors are great, dude. And they age, they age wonderfully. Like, yeah. I got this guy back in, I think, 2008. And he sounds better than he ever has. Especially when he's got a fresh pair of strings. Oh my goodness! Yeah, well, these strings were actually just put on yesterday, actually uh, by my, the same friend I uh, mentioned. Nice, dude. Yeah, so because he he knows how to do it, like actually, like um, like pro. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. with you too. I could do my own strings, but there are people I'd who rather, can. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So yeah, this is a nice little guitar, and I, uh, yeah, it's uh, got a good story, and it's uh, yeah, that's awesome, great. man. That's really cool. Yeah. So uh, 
So how, what other, you have that guitar or you have another one? So I have this Taylor right here. I've got the Gibson up here on the wall. Nice. I love this. This is a 2018 Gibson SG. Nice. Amazing. Gets great sound. Are they going to be able to see that? Am I in the wall? Um, no, yeah, no, they'll see it. They'll, they'll nice. be able to see it. It's in every shot. Um, I've got my, I've got this, my first guitar, which was an Esteban. Okay. Yeah, an old Esteban. I still have that. It needs a little. It needs a little work and attention to get mm -hmm. it back to where it was. It really wasn't a bad beginner's guitar. Okay. It has yeah. its own unique sound. Actually, Justin. Um, yeah. Justin, who's he's mix he's mixing your record, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, mixing and mastering, probably doing much more than just mixing. You know, Justin's a very talented dude. But oh yeah, when him and I used to play in a band together. Uh, something happened to his guitar. Sorry, it's I, good. Mean, I know I you're preventing to... tragedy. To be honest, <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> he's moving. He's moving my water cup out of the way of my Italian hands that need to move as I speak. Uh, but when Justin and I were in a band way back in the day, uh, something happened to his Fender. So he had to pick up my backup guitar, which was mm -hmm. this Esteban, and he and he loved it. Yeah, it's like wow, this is like for a beginner guitar. It's really cool. So I still have my Esteban. Uh, I've got uh, my LTD with a Les Paul body still. It's uh, the white guitar. Nice. You may have seen that in the old apartment. I had that one more on a display. Mm -hmm. um, but there's my white LTD that I still have, and then I have this old Fender Starcaster, which I don't. I don't really play. I'm looking at anyone who's listening. If you want to learn guitar and don't want to buy a guitar, I have. An old Fender acoustic that I would love to give to someone that would give it love and attention. So, there's the casting call. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. I, I would... nah, bro. If you uh, you've got enough toys, yeah, I, I, I want to give it to someone many. that doesn't want to yeah. buy the toy but wants to play with the toy. Of course, of course. So if you're out there and you want to learn, Let, we, I got we should for specify you. the toy is the guitar, not a. Uh, yeah, the, the toy is the guitar. Toy is guitar. The toy is the guitar. <laughs> That's a good point. That's anyway. a good point. I'm glad. I'm glad we clarified. We have to clarify. Anyway. <laughs> But tell me more. Tell Here's me more about Brown Sugar. Yeah. What do you guys? What do you guys got planned? I know we were we were trying to book a show. We were trying to get something in the trying to get something with uh, Amityville, right? Yeah, I was trying to book something in Amityville with you guys. It didn't work out in July. David was going away, I think. I believe so. Yeah. yeah so we're, I guess we'll try again in the fall of the winter. But what else do you guys have going on? Is there going to be like a EP release show? What can we expect? So uh, we are looking for a place to do a EP release show. I'm pretty sure we'll find a place uh, either one eye jacks again. Uh, one idea in my mind that I I have voiced it to the other guys, and they they mostly agree uh, from who's replied. Facts. <laughs> um, but I say I want to do a show on November first for a Halloween like party. So it'd be like a costume party. Interesting. So uh, I would really like to have a show with that obviously we'll probably have the ep released before then i mean we're all done be recording like a celebratory and everything. show honestly that'd be cool well, everyone would know the songs well we would it. have more songs written by then too so then we'll be playing songs that probably aren't people haven't EP, haven't heard ones. and aren't on the ep that's cool. so so yeah so can i make it a suggestion to you guys live on the air yeah i don't think you should do it at one night jacks I think you need to give people space to move. I think I, I, I think agree. If you're trying to go in, there I'm, needs to be space to this move. Isn't and a, this is a shot at One-Eyed Jacks. <laughs> we love One-Eyed Jacks. No, 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 no. <laughs> One-Eyed Jacks has been great. It's a great venue. You guys put on amazing shows. The, the owner is very nice. But your people need some space to move for this. Well, show. we're we're a funky hip hop band, and we we have you know a nice groove, and we're Very nice we're groove. meant to have pe you know people just to have fun and listen to it, and uh, you gotta have space to get your funk get on. Get your you move know? on, you gotta, yeah. You gotta get move. You guys are a very groovy band. There's no yeah. denying that. Yeah, absolutely no denying that. Um. You guys have a YouTube channel you recently set up. Recently set up. Just find that by Brown Sugar and the Blind Albino. We right? also Just have an Instagram account and Facebook. 
just brown sugar in the blind albinos. I think the Instagram though is just if you search brown underscore sugar <laughs> underscore blind <laughs> underscore albinos. <laughs> have to have to be specific. You gotta be specific. Yeah. You gotta give them all the details. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You're good, dog. You keep apologizing. I don't know why. No, it's... You brought these guitars in here. We got a nice jam session. Exactly, like, yeah. I don't know. You, you keep breaking down walls. You keep breaking down boundaries. No, whoa, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to thank you. I do actually want to thank you, actually. You've been one of the sages of the lodge. You've been one of the kind people who give $5 a month to the lodge yeah. so that we could you know, do nicer things, give it to charity. Yeah, I hope exactly. that's cool. When we do these charity streams, yeah, I take the monthly donation, I give them to charity. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, well, it's, it's very cool. I, I, li- I like doing those sorts of things. I want to... It goes to a good cause, and it goes to a, uh, you know, a good podcast that, you know, allows people from, you know, who do many different trades and whatever they do to come on here and voice what, you know, whatever yeah. you guys want to talk about it. And that's uh, that's all it's about is connecting the different people on the island, especially. Yeah. I know you have plenty of musicians that come through here, you know, mm-hmm. many, you know. And that's why I like that you kind of broke this wall down of like a live. So now maybe people will want to come and do and a do little, little live jam, jam session. session, you know, yeah, show no. off their guitars a bit. Their that's, chops, a good, that's a good. Yeah, you know? That's what I'm saying. Andrew Clay, you are you are truly a giver to the lodge, a giver of ideas and a giver of funds. I just so, try. I really and, appreciate and that. And the Catan cast, too. The like, Catan cast have we have we done any more uh, board game podcasts? I actually played Catan last night, and I do? and I swept the floor. Oh clean. baby, dude, what is it about Catan that's so much fun? What's so captivating? It's about uh, it? it's it's a simple game of life. This the rule yeah. of life is uh, not to be too crude here. Is uh, yeah. you know, you gotta kill or be killed, and like you hey, gotta eat or be eaten. Exactly, and you and once once those dice roll, nobody's your friend. Nobody's your friend. <laughs> well, you, you got gotta, temporary friends. No, no, mm, it's kind of like it's kind of like Fortnite in that regard. I think that's gotta, why these are addicting. You play. You have you, these temporary allies that you know you you're play, gonna stab in the back. You later. play. You play to win. You play, you to, win. play to win. So when when you have a quote unquote friend, you gotta be like you know isolation policy that's or, what I'm like, it's like a or like temporary ally. I I know? did a I I made the you know what was it? Uh, so I was playing with my two friends, and one of them I would always just you know he would always ask me to make a trade and I was yeah. like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, you know, you gotta give me two for one, you know, Hell yeah. and keep giving two for one. So then he was like, no, 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 no. So blah, blah, blah. My turn, I would make a trade, but I would go to my other friend that Your was playing homie, and yeah. just offer him one for one. And he was uh... like, finally, he got <laughs> so pissed and he, he called it out. He was like, you're taking advantage of him! That's amazing. And I was like, oh. That's amazing. I was like, well, this is how you win you know, well, you got You can't show them your hand. You can't. Sh- you can't. You gotta play your cards right. The truth is, the more you can keep your plan and your progress under wraps, the better. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes development cards so wild. Yeah, they can change a game. You gotta. You gotta play the board and the cards as they come, obviously, and then you just gotta, you know, pick a strategy, stick to it, but be flexible because obviously it's not always gonna go your way. Someone's yep. someone's road is gonna cut off your road, so you gotta play. You know, yep. I didn't. I only. Whatever. Not not to, <laughs> not to sound like I know what the fuck I'm doing, but yeah, I was just saying like my my friend got so pissed last night when I was doing that. It wasn't even like I was running away with. I mean, I was at at one point, but then they caught up because obviously they started. No, you started. I call it blue shell theory. You ever you, play Mario Kart? No. Yeah, let me guess. Is the blue shell theory? Is you're in first? You're like I'm cruising and everyone's blue shell. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. it's, it's right. more of like when you're in first. Yeah. The, uh, I'm still holding this like it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like it's like it's on display. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, no. Blue shell theory is like if you're in first, like not only the system and game, mm-hmm. but the competitors will conspire against you. If you're in first, yeah, they can't help it. If it's public knowledge that you're in first place, the system, the game, and its competitors will conspire against you. Well, everybody always wants to be at the top, so exactly. it's like, however you get there, you know? Yeah, it's a Game of Thrones Exactly. at the end of the day. Exactly, that's what it is. Which eat, is eat or be eaten, that's eat or how be it is. Eaten. Well, you know what I love so much about the game is it, it constantly requires you to engage with everyone around you. Yeah. You're always yeah, yeah, engaging yeah. with the people you're playing with, as opposed to everyone you have to. You doing have their to. own thing on their own turn. It's a game of everyone partaking you're, at every turn. Even yeah. when it's not your turn, yeah. you're in the trade negotiations. Exactly. You know, exactly. It's a, things are. So for anybody, you know, like I, I'm bringing it back to school and everything. I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta pay. For, uh, hopefully nobody gets too pissed at me, but <laughs> I'm, I, it was just a good game. I got good rolls. You know, everybody has those games where it goes their way, and uh, you know, I know the next game I'm gonna play, I'm probably gonna have end up with only two two points. <laughs> so that's that's just how it goes. So oh man, for every victory, there's ten defeats. That's true. <laughs> In my case, 20 sometimes. But you know what? It's like, it's funny. Isn't that funny about, like, some games, though? It's like, you don't need to succeed more than you fail in order to win. It's like in baseball. It's like, if you, if you're, if well, you get the best, hit the ball 30% of the time, you're, fuck, you're the you know, best. You're, you're one of the best. Exactly. If you succeed 30% of the time. Exactly. What did uh, Christian Yellick last, uh, last year, what was his average? It was oh, like. Oh, God, something wild. It was pretty up there. It was and almost there, at four. But, like, if you take that into consideration, what you said, like, that's only hitting the ball four times out of ten. Yeah. And that that means every time he's at the plate, you have a six out of ten chance of winning. Yeah. Yeah. And that's considered. Christian Yellick at me. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yo, fuck Christian Yellick. Yo, dude. Fuck you. Alonzo's going to catch you, bitch. No, he's not. Yo, Alonzo's going to do it. Yo, Mets. Bro, no, I'm kidding, I'm we got kidding, Yankees versus Mets now. Yankees versus Mets. Yankees. Bro, wouldn't it be great? Yo, Subway series. Seven rings. No, I want the Subway series. Bro, I want the Subway series. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be so that much would be fun. Pretty cool. As an adult, it would be fun. As a I kid, would... it was so tribal and yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. like everything banked on it. But like as an adult, it would just At be so much fun. Throats, it's like, nah, man. Because you know what? Because everyone, like, you kind of grow up. It's funny. It's like when you're young, yeah. like, I almost gravitated towards Mets fans as friends. I feel like you know. I don't want to sound but harsh. Now, go for it. I don't want to sound harsh, but I feel it. like with the Mets run, like it's uh, what what year was it when they faced Kansas City and like it was like 2015. Oh, 2015, yeah. So I almost I was gonna say 2015, but I didn't want to be wrong. It's like, dude, do you even know what you're talking about? <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, 2015, they run through the playoffs and like that that was like awesome and like that was as, a lot of fun. As a Yankee fan, like Yankees, they, I think they were in it and then they got knocked out. Yeah, and knocked like, out. Yeah. I was I was rooting for the Mets. I was like, you know, it would be cool if they won. I was like, uh, yeah, New York, whatever. But then like, yeah, New York. <laughs> As a wise man once told me, Anthony Collymore, it's New York versus everybody. New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's New York versus everybody. I feel like the one exception, though, I will never, never root for the Rangers. Oh, you're an Isles fan. I'm an Islanders fan. Bro, never the, time, the, the times Rangers. have changed, man. Islanders, Islanders have are better. Changed. Yes, they Islanders have. Better. For so long, the Rangers were on top. Like, I'm an Islanders fan. I'm not really a hockey fan. I but, think... like, I'm an Islanders fan. Like, <laughs> I'm an Islanders fan. You know, I'm like an Islanders you know, fan. No, I'm Niles the Isle. You know, <laughs> Oh, I actually... No, no, I'm not going to say it, but... No, you have to never say mind. it. No, 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 I can't, I can't. I'm Why? Not, no. Why? Because What are you it's, hiding, Andrew? It's not, it's not hiding. What are you anything. hiding from the people? All right, we're going to fix that in post. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so so you're an Islanders fan. Are you? Um, I guess yeah. So what what do you think of uh, John Tavares's departure? I know this is so it was long sad, ago. But I can't blame him. I can't blame him. I think it was actually good for the Islanders. I mean, I agree too because they became complacent. They thought they could just like win with Tavares and a bunch of B minus players around him. Yeah, but it's like no, you got to build a team. Would you mind putting that on? I don't. I could find it at home. Yeah. Yeah, I just I didn't want to just keep holding on. To I got it. you. For those listening, sorry. We're everybody. repositioning guitars so that they don't break or fall. And hopefully they don't do it. That looks like it's in. That's steady. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So where were we? Well, what else you got going on outside outside of uh, music? Uh, what do you got going on in your life? So uh, outside of music, I'm just at school at Hofstra and uh, just been studying like a uh, you know <laughs> crazy. Bro, law school is a whole ordeal, man. I give you I it give is. you credit going through with it. So what made you jump into law? What made you want to do law school? Uh, so I was just kind of interested in it in a little little way. I was uh kind of like going through a lot of uh different ideas uh what i wanted but i knew i wanted to help people and That's uh cool. so you know i uh i was actually a cna and uh i was kind of working towards nursing school or something like that and but i still just didn't really i wasn't really so much into it and i actually was finding myself like searching law schools and i actually found an advertisement uh. for for hofstra and so that kind of started me on that like idea but then uh then i was actually a administrative assistant for actually a friend's company and uh, we were, it wasn't like we were dealing with the law a lot, but there's some things that I've never heard of and I had to research it. And it was, it was just like some contract stuff and like, you know, like other stuff. And like, it was, it was interesting. It wasn't like phenomenal, but uh, <laughs> I knew that uh, I was looking to do kind of like a master's of public health. Okay. I feel so that. I, uh. I knew one way to get a master's of public health or get into the school was to take the LSAT. And I kind of didn't want to take the GRE. So um, that being said, I remembered I was looking at law school a bit. And mm-hmm. so I was like, you know what? Why not take the LSAT? I can apply to both law school and master's of public health programs. Facts. So uh, while I was doing that, I also got a public health specialist job. And so I was doing that. And that was really interesting. And that was basically just finding, not finding, but it was conducting uh, investigations and surveys of a... Uh, like at risk population for people who were more at a higher risk of uh, HIV. So interesting. Yeah, and it was. Uh, so you've been on this trail for a while. Yeah, a little bit. It was. Uh, it goes full circle at some point, but it. Uh, of course, always it, does. It reached. Uh, you know, I was. You know, studying for that test. I took the test. I did well. I got into a couple of schools, and uh, one of them was Hofstra. And I was looking to try to, and I, they had the dual degree program with the law degree and the MPH, so I was really trying to get into that. Um, but it's very expensive, so uh, <laughs> I just ended up to stick with the law degree. And after t- only two weeks, so I'm not. Don't ask for any legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> only two weeks. Um, this I, is so not f- legal advice. This is not legal. That's advice. fine. My last episode, we had to say this is not financial advice. Oh, now well, I'm saying this is not legal advice. It's not. It really isn't. Don't come to me. I'm probably <laughs> no. Uh, so after two weeks, uh, I've really enjoyed it so far. I know it's a lot of work, but I mean, it's all about doing that work and putting your you know best effort into it. And so far, I've done that. And in fact, after this, I'm going back to study. So Fuck yeah. <laughs> 
but you know it, it's interesting stuff like at the end of the day like if you start to read it and you start to really understand what's going on you start to kind of not enjoy it but you kind of see well in a way sometimes because sometimes the cases are interesting so you go like from one point to another and you, you know. so when were you first like fascinated by law did you watch law and order when you were a kid and that became your mythos not really it was just <laughs> like i was saying so as a public health specialist i was identifying problems that you know i was identifying these problems and these issues and uh you know just like things you know just just things that need fixing and there are problems. And so I was like, well, how, instead of just, you know, I don't want my next job to just be identifying these issues and putting them in as like data points or something. Facts. So I was like, you know, how do I do something like, you know, fix it? And, uh, you know, I asked advice from, you know, some professors and I remembered advice from old, old professors. And they said, you know, check out maybe a law program because they realized that a lot of the way that I was studying was kind of similar of like you know law programs and so i uh i took their advice finally after like years of just waiting on it and i just uh applied why not and uh i got in and uh yeah i just went for it so you're a busy dude man because you're out here you're grinding up on this band um you're doing law school uh you're still with your girlfriend yeah you're in a, in a, in a functioning relationship it's a lot of time how do yeah. you do it uh you just carve out time for everything you love at the end of the day, you're 100% right. Yeah. You know what it is, man? It's like, you don't pee. And I, th- I think this is true of everyone, because I had a moment where I realized how, <clears throat> how much time I was really wasting. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I was still being productive. But I realized all the time I daydream, all the time I looked at my phone. Yeah. All the time I was doing things that just didn't really serve me in the end was a waste of my time. True. You realize, like, wow, there's a lot of excess hours lying around. Like, my lunch break at work, mm-hmm. dude, my lunch break at work, I'm always doing something for the lodge, or I'm doing, like, a freelance website. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's an hour a day. What are you gonna do? You're gonna eat and sit there on your phone? That's look for some people. That's what they want to do. Me, I'm just like I would have more fun working on my craft. And that hour a day you get at lunch, you gotta you gotta make. For yeah. me, I feel like you gotta make that work. Yeah. Like I don't even eat on my lunch break. I eat while I'm working. Yeah. And then well, lunch you break gotta, comes, boom. You gotta prioritize things, and you gotta always put you know your best effort into everything. So obviously. You're not going to be able to get time out for everything that you want to do. And, uh, yeah, time you know, is limited at the you end gotta, of the day. Yeah, and you got to just, you know, face the reality of that. And you got to, like I said, you just got to always put your best effort in, into everything. Uh, but you know. how, here's the thing. How, like, here's the thing. Let's talk about, like, some techniques or things that have worked to carve out time for things that you love. Uh, like, what's worked? How, how, I know. Go ahead. You're laughing, so I'm this curious not, now. This is not. This is not. You're not. You're not asking the best person. You're. I. What do you mean, dude? I'm always, you're an example of someone who gets a lot of shit done. So I don't get a lot of shit done, bro. I, you're in law school and you're in a band. You have a really good social life, from the looks of it. Maybe I'm I, wrong. Uh, Come on. I. You're on this podcast. What's I going just, on here? You know, it's. Uh, I just guess in a way i schedule you know i just uh i would say and you this still is work more... at the restaurant no 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 I don't oh, okay, work okay. There. you know that and it's a thing of priority because then know? i would have been like god damn it's just a thing of you know prioritizing i guess you know guess you gotta 
you know, I knew I wanted to come back onto the pod, so we made a date and a time, and I knew about the date and time, so I'm here and I'm on the pod doing it. I, okay, so I guess you know? staying organized is definitely a big part well, of it. I'm also a very disorganized, organized person. Like I, you're have an, my oh, you're pap- an organized mess. Yeah, I'm kind I of have, the same way. Exactly. Like I have papers thrown about all over my ro- not my room, but like you know, in my notes and everything. But they're there. I know where they are, and I know what's there. Even in my notes in my books, like it's annotated like crazy. But I know what I wrote. I know where it's there. But at the end of the day, I know I'm going to have to organize it. And I know that's a lot of extra work and hours. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's something that I should work on. And I have been trying to work on that. You know, I'm and the same. I'm the same as you. I've been trying to work on it. I noticed actually keeping the keeping a calendar in my phone has made my life infinitely mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. Honestly, that's a big one. If you, if you can keep a calendar in your phone, mm-hmm. it'll or it'll organize your yeah. schedule, your life, your thoughts. Because like then you know what's coming. True. Because then you look at it like once a day. So nothing's a nothing's a surprise to you exactly but you also brought up like you know i i do a lot and like i'm, I'm here in the podcast blah 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 but like Facts. another way another way to look at it is we did agree on two o'clock and i actually showed up at 235 you know it's you did like, you were a little late i was a little late you were a little so, late like, you know maybe it was because i was trying to do you know I, well, I, was, well i had other stuff to do i was home mm-hmm. i wasn't at Hempstead. you know it was like blah 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 but it's like you know you know what it is you're probably are you an optimist things- would you consider yourself an optimist I would say I'm an optimist. See, I, I, I consider myself a, an optimist too. And the reason why you and I do this and we end up late for mm-hmm. things like this is because uh, we're optimistic about our schedule. We're op- optimistic I about guess. how much time we're making. Like, oh, yeah, I'll make it at 2 o'clock. Um, things are running on schedule. I'm a little behind, but I'll catch up. I guess. Like, it's, it's, a thought, it's a thought pattern. It's, yeah. you know, it's a type of behavior. So we feel optimistic about our hour. That's yeah. why there's a time and place for everything, right? It's yeah. like maybe your time and schedule is not something to be optimistic about. Maybe you should be cautiously pessimistic. I definitely know I should be more cautious about it. And I had had to be because the like I will even say the months leading up to school, you know, I didn't really have too much of a rigid schedule. So, you know, because, you know, I had just really only one job. I wasn't going to school because I didn't have school. I was going to Mm -hmm. school soon. So, uh, you know, I was just, like, cruising and making some money every now and then, you know, going to going to work, you know. Yep. Uh, but, you know, I had a lot of free time. And then, you know, school starts up, and then that schedule is rigid, and that's very structured, oh, yeah. and you got to be doing everything, you know. And so, I guess in a way, it's, you know, it's a, you know, I guess in a way a culture shock, quote-unquote. But, quote, um, quote. you know, but one of the things is you just got to – you know, you kind of have to go with the flow and take the punches every now and then, I mm-hmm. guess. You know, I'm just kind of spitballing here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, I, I accepted. I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do, and this is, like, how I got to do it, and this mm-hmm. is, like, what it takes, and you just got to keep going at it. And one, one piece of advice they actually said, like, at law school was that they, you know, you're going to make mistakes, and the teachers are there to identify those mistakes, and so you can work on them. So yeah. I know I've made mistakes, so you just got to work on them, I guess. Well, every mistake is an opportunity to learn something new and improve. That's the whole, yeah, shebang. The whole shebang, yes. The whole cycle. I guess. Yeah. That's what stories teach us. Like, that's kind of the story of every hero, is they have this flaw. What's your favorite story of a hero? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Edward Elric and Alphonse Elric. Mm-hmm. I think that, without a question, is definitely my favorite version of the hero's journey. I thought of a question without an answer for myself. So. There you go. So now it's on you. Yeah. So. Uh, pick a favorite. You don't have to pick the favorite. Pick a favorite if you don't want to narrow it down. Um, I don't know. I guess the thing is the way I, I, I never really uh, I, I never really thought of it. 
Uh, I'm not really crazy into like the superhero movies or anything or That's like fair. comics. So, but when I was younger, I knew I really liked Spider Man and Batman. So I guess there you go, dude. I fuck with Spider Man heavy and Batman, of course. But um, you ever see, did you seen Into the Spider Verse? Yes, I did. Dude, how great is that? That, that was actually really how great movie. is that, I dude? Was, I, I'll be honest, and I'm not throwing shade at whatever. No, dude, screw them. No, <laughs> uh, I thought it was gonna suck. I was like, oh, another superhero movie. Like I've, yeah. I've just stopped watching the movies. Well, it's oversaturated, man. And Way it, too and much. a Rob Norton. My problem is like, much. look, I like superhero movies. I've talked about them on this podcast. They're a lot of fun. But what it's done, it's oversaturated the cinema market. They're yep. like, bro, we don't get the hilarious R-rated comedies that we used to. Yeah. Because the only thing that sells now is superhero movies. Or if we do, they suck. Or yeah. if they do, they suck. Apparently, this movie, Good Boys, is supposed to be pretty funny. I don't really have any interest in seeing it. Yeah. I do want to see Tarantino's new movie, Once Upon a Time Once in Hollywood. Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't um, seen that yet. I didn't see it. I heard it was good. It's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Tarantino. I would say... I fuck with his films. Never seen Pulp Fiction. You've never seen Pulp Fiction? No. Nope. You gotta see that. And I never will. No, you know? I, I will. <laughs> You'll love that film. That's I'll, a good one. Yeah, I'll watch it one day. One day. You know what's crazy? <laughs> that, that actually feels like a comic book movie in a way. Yeah. Not with a superhero or anything, but... Almost kind of the way it's shot. There's something about it that feels kind of comic book esque, really, more I, graphic novel esque, I guess. I don't know. I I really like Inglorious Bastards. Uh, that great was really film. good. That's um, a great film. What else? Um, Django was really good. Django's brilliant. Uh, what he did another one that was like what? I mean, they all have like Western theme. Um, what? Uh, Hateful Eight. Yes, Hateful I Eight. I seen I, that one. I started watching it and I remember I liked it, but I fell asleep. Not that it was bad, Tarantino. You're probably just tired. Yeah, <laughs> I was. It was like one. Don't at me, Quentin. It was like one in the morning. Yeah, like he's gonna care what a twenty-four-year-old exactly. from. Like, like he's listening. Yeah. Like Could you imagine? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I really shit, like shit, brown sugar in the blood. Shit, 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 <laughs> shits on the lodge. He's like, he's like, fuck these. Bro, guys. a tweet storm? That would be great. I'd blow that, up. That, yeah, I was gonna say that probably be. I'd the best be honored. Thing. You know what? You I'd know be what? honored. Fuck Tarantino. Yeah, Tarantino, at me, bro. Fuck the at me, come at me, Tarantino. Who else did we talk about? Fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Mets. I can't say that, man. I can't say fuck the Mets. I can't say that. Well, you can say fuck the Rangers, though. I'll say fuck the Wilpons. What? The owners of the Mets. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll say fuck All them. Right. See, I don't know much about the Mets. So. That's fair. No, that's fair. It's my domain. It's yeah. my domain. Did we talk about Chip Gang on our first podcast? We did, but we didn't really answer it. We didn't quite so. get into it. I'm sure we could expand. A lot's changed since then in the world of Chip Gang. <laughs> A lot's I've been, changed. I've been like a fugue state, just like reading for like the past, like because not only before, like not only in law <laughs> fugue state. I'm like, but like I, uh, I just did some reading. I just did some reading before law school, and so and then law school happened, and that's a lot of reading. So and yeah. but I like to read, so it's not that bad. So yeah. Anyway, so you said chip gang, chip gang. So what do you think about these people who are in Sweden already, who are chipping themselves to ride the bus like that's that's how they do public transportation and they, and they, they like scan they scan, scan with the chip with their... and they get on the trolley or the bus or the train that's it they boop why why can't they just do this boop see i fuck with that like, I'm that's all... that's like you know why because like, like, that's all they want now so you can't lose just, it yeah it's so you just... can't lose it oh you're at the atm boop excuse me i'm so oh, sorry bless was... you Anyway, um, I'm saying it's the advantage. Like, you know what? It's it's insane. I'm with you, dude. It's like I'm all for advancing technology. I want yeah. I want us to go all the way, baby. Let's go to Mars and shit. But like, don't put it in my Space brain. Force. No, I'm Space Force. <laughs> but don't put that shit in my brain. Don't yeah. put it in my bloodstream. Like, I was gonna say like they already do like chip people like so yeah you know like didn't I think um 
There was something like, like, didn't parents put a chip in their kid or something like something. that? Something. I know people have been chipping um, their pets. Yeah. People's like, pets well, get chipped. I didn't mean to draw that kind of comparison. But, <laughs> but I mean. Well, bro, it's like when you see parents have their kids on leash at Disney World. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what I mean. Like, it's like really like. It's like you, if you have you to put your kid, that. just don't bring your kid. Yeah, it's like. You just, maybe you should wait till he's older before exa- you go to fucking yeah, Disney yeah. World. Put <laughs> yeah, him on you know, a leash. To, to each their own. So, to each their own. To each their own. You know, it's like one thing you learn in New York. It's like, just mind your own business. Mind your my own fucking business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, my own fucking business. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Uh, so Chip Gang. One thing, actually, one of my my brother Dylan. He actually says shout like, out to Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. Yeah, one of like his quote unquote theories is that cyborgs, cyborgs are like real, not like the people that get like you know the like new arm yeah. after they lose. Well, not like that. He's saying like the phone. He's it kind of makes you a cyborg because he's he's saying like you're so attached to it and like think about it like if you lose your phone not for like hours but for like days at a time like you're so disconnected and like you you don't have yeah, the have same a- accessibility to the world and that we're used to that that we kind of need or inherent not inherently but that we just have notoriously and just consistently been you know attached to I guess. What do you think about them learning to fold the screens? What do you mean? It's like they're starting to experiment. So they're like, so here's your phone, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, eh, I need, I need my tablet right now. And you kind of just pull it out and it expands and pull it up and it expands. Like, uh, that's, you, they're working on that. That's, that, that's like, the future, man. You're going to be able to turn your phone into a tablet. You won't like, be able to make it a fucking 60-inch yeah, fucking 4K think, TV, but you'll be able to expand your phone and make it a bigger screen. You'll be able to fold it smaller if you want a smaller screen. I think that's just really trying to combine, like, you know, uh, iPad and an iPhone or whatever, you know? It is. So, I, I think But that's, I feel like that might be the wave, because, like, looking at it from a gaming perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Nintendo just did that with the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. They yeah. combined the handheld and the console I into think it's one all, thing. You know, I think it's all about just, you know, moving forward and like trying to you know push the boundaries of it yeah know? that's that's always dude it's crazy it's like that's a, essentially kind of with gaming i guess like one of my favorite games right now is red dead redemption and I was, oh red dead I, redemption I, too yeah, i love that game hell yeah, yeah. you maxing that one out yeah yeah i guess i'm trying i'm trying i the best i got i think was like 88 and that was on my first try so fuck yeah now i'm trying to get it but you know school well you got <laughs> ps4 or xbox PS4, one yeah. ps4 fuck yeah dude nuclear flounder Nuclear Flounder? What, that, what's that? It's just my name. It's, oh, that's your name. That's my name. Nuclear Flounder. Nuclear Flounder. At, Where'd that come from? No. Oh. <laughs> Funny story. And should I have been calling you Brother Teresa this whole time? Oh, yeah. That's another nickname of mine, I guess. Uh, Brother Teresa. How, Brother I, Teresa, the Nuclear I think, Flounder. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, so Nuclear Flounder came from uh, me and my friend. We were, um, we were thinking... Of a different name for like the the gamer tag, and uh, so they like give you like random ones if you do do like the random bot generator name generator, and uh, one of them was unclear flounder, <laughs> and we just it wasn't like anything crazy. We just decided to call it nuclear flounder, and we started just hysterically laughing. And that nuclear that flounder. was just a uh, inside joke, and then that's how the name for uh, the gamer tag started. But um, brother Teresa, there is actually a picture of. <laughs> Hulk Hogan as Mother Teresa. <laughs> and, brother uh, Teresa. Yeah, Brother Teresa. What are you going to do, Brother Teresa? <laughs> so, and I sent that in the uh, the group chat in uh, for our band, and uh, that became my nickname. So I fuck with that. Yeah. I, I've been cracking up at that meme that I saw recently. What, which that one? It's like uh, Maury is reading. It's like, and after our biological tests, we've concluded 
everyone is not your brother. And then it shows Hulk Hogan just crying. crying. No! <laughs> everyone's my brother. Everyone's my brother. Oh my god. <laughs> brother. Oh. Any other games you play? Uh, or recently played? I played a little bit of that game Days Gone. How was that? It was, I heard some pretty I, good things. What I, from what I played of it, it was good. Um, but uh, it takes a while because it's like an open world game full of zombies. So it's like you kind of have to uh, like watch out. So it's like kind of a little time consuming. And so I haven't. Really, I can see that. I haven't really played it in a while. So um, yeah. Other than that, it's really just Red Dead. Um, I like the story games, but uh, I also do like the games where it's just kind of mindless and you just like oh. But that's like to relax. Well, yeah. There's different. There's different types of gaming. Yeah. That's what's so cool about gaming is you play different games for different reasons. Yeah. You it's know? like different types of music. Brody, have you? Did you play Stardew Valley? No. So. To put this in terms that everybody can understand, <laughs> it was a game on the Nintendo Switch. It's on a lot of platforms. So I had mm-hmm. it on the Switch. It's a farming simulator, but it's incredibly advanced. Like, you, you develop full-on relationships with the town folks. That's kind of cool. The crops change with the seasons. You get tons of cattle. Like, it's, it's really advanced. It's like a advanced. tycoon game, like a roller coaster tycoon, but except... Like, except, but like, you have like a, you have a personal character that you send into town, and you makes friends with people, relationships. You can get married. You have a choice, dude. There's it's like Skyrim. But part like, of the plot, there's a plot, too. The plot is that there's, there's this... Plot. That basically, Walmart land. moved into town. And Walmart is sucking up some business yeah. away from the farm and the farming yeah, industry. Yeah, screw the Waltons. And because too, of no, that, <laughs> and because that, I guess the whole kind of premise is when people spent their money on the farm, yeah. it went back into the community. Mm. So you start the game, the, the community center is broken down. There's nothing there, and like the town really isn't really thriving economically. But everyone's shopping at this fucking Walmart. Yeah. But the more your farm begins to thrive, the community center starts to thrive. Yeah. People have more money. People. It's it's really a cool game that while it's basically a super advanced farming simulator i think it it may it makes What's a small name? statement about society it has a small societal yeah. statement that you know investing locally mm-hmm. is the benefit of everyone around these you tariffs on china are killing our farmers oh my god oh my god they're getting they're getting that tax money but they need it or else they fucking drown yeah but then we're still paying like higher tariffs so it's yes yeah, like, it's, it's, it's so backwards man anyway. look however it ends I, however it ends i just hope we we end on the right side of it yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, it's crazy. That's, I don't know. I've always liked farming games since I was a kid. I never played the farm simulators on Facebook and shit, but I played Harvest Moon on the, the uh, N64. I always played those advanced farming games. There's one kind of simulator that I so do relaxing. play. So relaxing. There's one uh, simulator that I do play that's on uh, PS4 sometimes. What um, do you play? I haven't played it in a while, though. Um, I actually haven't played games in a while. Um, but anyway, uh, the name of it is uh, City Skyline, and it's actually... I've uh, heard of this. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun you just you build you build a city and like you gotta you know put the different zoning areas in the right spots because you know you can there's different <laughs> factors and everything that go into like growing the city and growing the economy of the city so it's like you gotta you gotta pay attention to it it's not just one of those games where you, it's a simulator where you just like build a road build this do that and then it's like you just sit for like hours like you gotta pay attention to it and then once you like get the gist of it and build it mm. up that's when you kind of like all right now it's like self-sufficient so you're good you know i see so it's that's uh dope. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, in a way, a strategy game. So, so oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So, um, I but like I said, I haven't played it in a while. So, are you hard on yourself as an artist and a writer? I guess so. And a creative. Yeah. I do you guess ever so. give yourself props, or do you kind of motivate yourself by really not feeling that great about anything you do? <laughs> there's some like that. There's some like that. People who wow. make, bro. There's people out there that make masterpieces. You went full but they're not Bojack Horseman on me there. <laughs> it's like, 
It's like, Bro, do I can't you not feel good about anything you do? No, dude, son, dude, hey, listen, it's... No, no, uh, I would say I'm hard, hard on myself about... It's kind of like with music, I guess. Do you, uh, rem- do you remember to give yourself the props when, uh, you, when you do something dope? I guess, yeah. You like, got a man. There's sometimes when I, I listen to like a solo I play or like a riff I go, and I'm like, that that sounds cool. That like, I want to like yeah. like okay. some like some of the riffs that we were doing before. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Like I, I would yeah. want to keep like jamming on that like later. Or I'll bring that to the band or something, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's always you know like I do, you know, give myself some props every now mm-hmm. and then. But uh, I think it's always about not always about, but. I think it's identifying the places where you can grow and like you just try to you know work hard at doing that so you become a better either musician or a guitar mm-hmm. player or you know just whatever whatever in general. That was very well said. I dig that. I guess I, I dig was, that. No, I dig that. I was just uh, you know. no, you just you were just it was a stream of consciousness. I guess yeah. which that's that's something creative people fall into a lot. It's like kind of when you start turning the thought off and you mm-hmm. kind of just let yourself express whether through sentence writing playing. Um, Anything. Ooh, I don't know. Ahead. The creative process is a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. The creative process is good. Uh, yeah. I like uh, doing a lot of just like jamming and then uh, finding something I like and then. Bro, jamming is great. Dude. Yeah. It's so, it's like and coming out of it. It's like, ever, have you ever done a float tank? No, my brother has. I would compare, like, you know, when you come out of a, like a long jam sesh yeah. that was just awesome and you were just feeling it creating flowing and you come out you just feel you just feel euphoric yeah i compare yeah. the way you feel when you come out of uh like a float tank to how it feels after like a half hour to hour of straight jamming you just feel refreshed Maybe i gotta try a float tank do then. float tanks i can i could i could sing the praises of float tanks for hours but speaking of that uh we're coming up on the hour yes i uh, want to leave some time for you to give like a final message any last plugs point people in the right direction uh so anything anything you had left to talk about anything you wanted to touch on uh just uh check out brown sugar and the blind albinos on facebook and youtube and instagram uh we're gonna be trying to upload the music soon i'm not sure which platform we're gonna use um so I guess we'll let you know about that so you can let your followers know. But we are on Instagram, so check that out. And uh, hopefully we'll be back here soon. And next time we'll bring the entire band and we'll have a Oh, I would love to try and mic you guys up. I would love to try and mic you guys up and get a full thing. That'd be awesome. See, we're going to kind of try to expand We're going to keep expanding, dude. No, no. Expand the ideas of the podcast. Next we're playing Monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, live stream. That's that's the next charity stream. That's the next charity stream. 24 hours of live Monopoly. Oh, my God. God, my ratings would be terrible. You're like, what the fuck no, is yo, this? People, Woo! Yo, people, nice catch. Yo, people would definitely watch that. Yo, you think people ca- would? Yo, if you would fucking yo, watch Catan, 24 hours of Monopoly. A Catan tournament. A Catan tournament would be interesting. I have to get, if I could get the overhead this angle is, on the This board. is not doing well. All right, okay. anyway, I'll hold well, it like this. It. Let me know. fix it. I got it. I got it. We're, we're almost done anyway. We're at the very so, end. Yeah, That's so, yeah, so check out do. Brown Sugar and the Blind Albinos on Facebook. There we go. On Facebook. On Facebook. On Facebook. Strecking the Facebook. So, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. No, we're not on Twitter. Um, yeah, Twitter's Instagram. dumpster fire. Oh, God. That, and so is Facebook in a way. I gotta get off Facebook. Dude, I've no, I've started doing it on Facebook. Anyone who just ticks me in the slightest sense, I just I just hit ignore. Yeah, I just, I'm keeping the people who show me their families I'm and are just, sharing cool articles, but like anyone who's just a you know 
stay. People stay off Facebook. No, I'm kidding. The Facebook. No, 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 no. I no. saw it on the Facebook. I'm still on Facebook, so uh, I can't really say anything. But I like it. I mean, it's a social media. It's the same thing. Everything is a social media thing. So you gotta just. The idea that we're all and like people in your past and everyone is staying connected in some way. It's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Keeping no. us all connected is not a bad thing. It's everything is so yin and yang, man. It's like when it comes everything from. From social media mm-hmm. to yeah. exercise, it's like everything in relative moderation. It's a good place. Day, it's a good know? place to share ideas. And it's how you're doing but it, right? It's like if you're exercising, if you're exercising with bad form, you're gonna hurt your body. True. So it's like if you're using social media with bad form, you're gonna hurt your mind. Yeah. You know. True. But they could both be good for you. Like if you use social media to reach out, like I got my buddy Dan, my buddy Dan Ambroso, uh, who lives in Staten Island. I don't get to see him often, but once in a while we'll hit each other up on Facebook Messenger and have a chat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's good. That's what that stuff, that's what I really feel like that stuff is good for. But we're getting off topic here. Just just re, <laughs> rehash the plugs and we'll all wrap right, this all up. Right, all right, Facebook re- is all right. <laughs> <laughs> rehash the plugs and we'll get this thing out of here. Brown Sugar and the Blind Albinos exactly, on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, underscores on Instagram. <laughs> underscores <laughs> everywhere on Instagram. Just uh, check us out. Wait, you guys got, got a SoundCloud? Some... Like, where are they going to be able to find your EP uh, when they drop it? We're going to put it up on SoundCloud. I, I'm going to try to put it up on SoundCloud. And then uh, on Spotify as well, if possible. There Spotify. we go. Oh, you'll get it on Spotify. Don't yeah. you worry. You guys will crush it. So there you go. You know where to find him. Andrew K. Andrew K. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Clay. Andrew Clay with Brown Sugar and the Blind Albinos. Dude, thanks for coming on again. Thanks for having me. Look forward to the next one. Hell yeah. It off. I'ma get it done at any cost. Do whatever it takes, bitch, to be a boss. And I'm with the shits, and I want all the sauce. And I came here for all the smoke. The cocaine, the strippers, hookers, and blow. Said you always gotta tip her before you go. But I digress, I let the story unfold. See, this a tale of some young folk just trying to make it. Got the world in my grasp, and it's mine for the taking. Trying to feed the fam and bring home the bacon. Trying to have a yard full of cash to be Reagan. I'm just trying to live a dream and everything in between. Cause life is not what it seems to be. It's not what they teach. It leaves the monotony. That's not what I need. Said so I envision me beat up or better be. Uh, I said my band, they needed a hook Monday. So I went and I wrote something. I should have had this shit done Sunday. So I went and I wrote something. I said my band, they told me to say something. I was lost. I had nothing. I said the band, they told me to say something. I wrote that shit down, so right now I say something. Live your best life, and I promise tomorrow. That's why I live the dream like I ain't started the bottom. She moving to the beat, I'm trying to keep up and follow. And if I play my cards right, then I'm hitting the lotto. Damn, she looking sweeter than a cup of gelato. And she looking finer than a glass of Moscato. But I don't want a sip, I want it straight out the bottle. I took her to my crib and she posed like a model. Said we was getting busy like we needed a job. I was putting in work like I was on the clock. I laid the smack down like I was a rock. She tried to pin me to the mat like dirt on a sock. Said, I'm a stoner, baby, I'm high as fuck. And if you got some bud, let me roll it up. And if you got some drink, then pull it up. We cracking bottles, so pass your cup. Come on. Said my man, they needed a hook Monday. So I went and I broke something. 
I should have had this shit done something. So I went and I broke something. I said the bed told me to say something. I was lost, I had nothing. I said the bed told me to say something. I broke that shit down, so right now I say something. I'm just trying to get lit, so pass the dutch Let's have a good night, no acting up Yeah, a no acting up I came to give it to you till you had enough Uh, in God we trust The Sky Daddy got it all planned out for us so 